0: What is going on, Eagles Nation? No, seriously, like, what is going on? Listen, we had news come out right before the Super Bowl weekend that Carson Wentz was going to be traded or expected to be traded in the coming days, weeks. We didn't know, but we thought that it was going to come very, very soon. Um, It's pretty rare to see big news come before the Super Bowl. It was kind of rare to see a trade of the caliber of Matthew Stafford to the LA Rams, and Jared Goff to Detroit, Um, but it happened. It is what it is, and then we get the bombshell report from Adam Schefter right before the Super Bowl. I believe it was the Friday or Saturday before, saying that the team expects to trade Carson Wentz. He officially wants out, and there is interest. We're going to see something happen, possibly at the start of the week after the Super Bowl. So seeing that, all fans expected Monday or Tuesday. We're going to see Carson Wentz get traded To a different team um, that was yet to be determined, but there were a few names that came to mind right away. And now it is February twenty or February seventeenth, and we've heard nothing. It's almost been two weeks now since we first got that report, and we we've seen plenty of rumors. Um, That happens a lot when you see a big name in trade talks. We don't know if there's any um, sources behind those rumors or anything, so. Don't know who to trust right now. We're just patiently waiting for the big report to come out. So this podcast is going to dedicate 100% to Carson Wentz and the Eagles, what the situation is, what is going to unfold later this offseason, whether that's tomorrow, today. And um, I'll be honest with you guys, last week, I wasn't going to stick to the Wednesday podcast because I was thinking, okay, I'm going to wait until Carson Wentz gets traded and then release a podcast right then and there because I really thought it was going to be last week. Next thing you know, the week came and gone, and Carson Wentz was still an Eagle. Now we're into this week, and I'm recording this on Wednesday, um, as expected, but still don't know what's going to happen. And my luck, um, based on the past, we've seen different news happen, um, but it seems like every single time I record a podcast, the news breaks like hours later. So honestly, it might might give uh, the Eagles a little push in the right direction, um, with just the luck that I've had with this these types of situations, so Carson Wentz very may well be traded today, which would kind of uh, ruin this entire podcast about what is going on, where is he going to go, what's the compensation going to be. But you know what? Um, we'll see what we'll, we'll see what happens and uh, take advantage of the time that we have right now with Carson Wentz still on the Eagles. If you guys are new to the podcast, my name is Matt Loopy. I'm the host of the Birds Banter podcast. Thank you so much for supporting. And join us today for this edition of the Birds Banter Podcast presented to you by PHL Sports Nation. Check us out on phlsportsnation.com or PHL Sports Nation on Twitter for all of your Philadelphia sports needs. And we're going to get straight to the podcast today. We're going to talk about the biggest questions surrounding Carson Wentz and the situation going on right now. Um, Maybe if we're lucky, we'll get some news during this podcast and completely take a 180. But uh, we'll see what happens. We're going to cover why is it taking so long? Everybody's, you know, big question right now: where will he go? What will the compensation be? And what now for the quarterback position with the Eagles? So stay tuned. Thanks for joining today. All right, first things first: what is taking so long with this trade? So early in the trade process, even going back to the the season when Carson Wentz was benched and it seemed like Jalen Hurts was going to be the future of the team, I had a few teams in mind. Obviously, the Colts came to mind. That's what everybody was saying. But I didn't want to just hone in on just the Colts. I also thought about the Bears, who have been in talks now. I thought about the Jets as well. After they completely botched that game late in the season and gave up the number one overall pick, they were, you know, going so so well towards getting Trevor Lawrence, and then they blew it um, by winning a game. Their their tanking failed. They were so bad at the at football that they even um, were bad at tanking. But I added them to the list because I was thinking if they're not sold on a guy like Justin Field or Justin Fields or Zach Wilson, maybe they take a chance on Carson Wentz uh, because I don't think Sam Darnold is their future there. Um, I thought about the Patriots as well. don't think that they would want Carson Wentz's contract, but at the same time, um, they need a better quarterback. Cam Newton is not going to be returning, in my opinion. Um, he's set to be a free agent, and I think the Patriots would be a good fit for him to resurrect his career there. Um Other teams that came to mind, Las Vegas, Uh, they got two quarterbacks right now in Derek Carr and Marcus Mariota, but um, who knows what they're going to do with their situation. Denver, um, Drew Locke, I don't think he is going to be the future quarterback if they have the chance to change it. Also the Panthers, Um, the Panthers were in talks for Matthew Stafford and they wanted to give up some high picks as well as Teddy Bridgewater. So Teddy Bridgewater is expected to be on the move. They don't really trust him as their quarterback one, and rightfully so. He had a decent year, but definitely not the number one quarterback um, that people expected him to, or not really expected him to be, but um, the Panthers wanted him to be. So there was plenty of teams that came to mind. And in my opinion, before the trade talks really started at the end of the season, I was thinking to myself, if there are more than four or five teams involved, the Eagles are definitely going to get a first-round pick out of him. And knowing Carson Wentz, Knowing his skill level, um, it's difficult to understand how much interest there is right now or how much interest there was a couple weeks ago. Because if you think about it, teams can either see him in two different ways. There's no in between. They can either see him as the MVP quarterback we saw in 2017 and an above average to um, arguably great quarterback in 2018 to 2019. There were flashes of excellence and flashes of pretty bad football all mixed together, but overall, he did have very good seasons in 18 and 19. I can't can't deny that. In 2020, on the other hand, so the first thought is they're going to look at 17 to 19 and say, we can get that out of him. If, if quarterback coaches and offensive coordinators and head coaches have confidence that they can resurrect that type of play out of Carson Wentz, they're going to be very interested. The other thought process, other school of thought is... I'm going to look at the 2020 film, the most recent play out of Carson Wentz, and I'm going to see some pretty ugly play. And I understand I was a big advocate of um, firing Doug Peterson. I didn't think the coaches helped Carson Wentz at all succeed in this offense. I thought getting a new coach would help Carson Wentz develop for the future. Obviously, he's been very upset with the team, in particular the front office. He still wants out. No matter who Nick Sirianni is, no matter what Nick Sirianni is going to do, Carson Wentz wants out. So now the Eagles got to figure out how they're going to trade him. And if teams look at 2020 and they see, I mean, there's a few plays that come to mind. I'm sure you guys have your own. One that stands out in particular is that play against the Cowboys His escape in the pocket, runs off to the left side of the field, flips his hips like he's about to throw it, does not pull a trigger, gets sacked by a cornerback and just gets the ball stolen right away from him. There were some plays during the season. There's plenty of them. There were plenty of good plays. I'm not going to bash Carson Wentz. Um, I try not to as much as possible. There, I'm going to keep it real. He was good, and he was very bad. Um, I think the bad outweighed the good. Obviously, that's why he got benched. There were some great plays, but there were also some very, very head-scratching plays. Like, what is going on? And if teams look at that and think the same way and don't think that he is going to get back mentally and physically to a starting-level quarterback in this league, there's not going to be a lot of interest. Teams might inquire about him, but they're not going to be calling for a first-round pick and saying, we're going to give you everything you want to get Carson Wentz on our roster. So I think that's what's taking so long because teams have varied interests. For instance, I don't have any information, so this is all hypothetical. But if the Bears are interested and the Colts are interested, say those are the two front runners, as we all expect that they are, if the Bears are looking at him and thinking, Hey, we think that we can get the best out of Carson Wentz. We think we can develop him, flip him into a great quarterback and, you know, revive his career career here. On the other hand, if the Colts are thinking, "Yeah, we saw great things out of Carson Wentz earlier in his career, but 2020 is very alarming. Maybe we could get the best out of him, but I don't think he's going to hit his ceiling, get back into his prime years." Then the Colts are not going to be calling and saying we have a first-round pick. They can say, all right, we're going to take a bet on Carson Wentz. We're going to put a little bit of an investment in him. Hopefully, we get a great player out of it. But we're not completely sold that he is going to turn out to what we um, once saw Carson Wentz as. That is the problem right there. That is what is probably taking so long. Because teams probably expect Carson Wentz is going to get better once he gets out of Philly. However, how good is he going to be? Um, if 2020 didn't happen, then Carson Wentz... They would, ha- they would have at least eight teams calling. You know, he was so good those past years. Obviously, he would not be on the trade market if 2020 didn't happen. Um, this is what kind of forced him out of the Eagles unless there was back uh, backstory problems back earlier in his career that really wanted him out and created uh, unhappy feelings. But Carson Wentz is a talented player. And 2020 really ruined his trade value. He is still a good player. But he's on a pretty big contract. Teams will pay for it. He's a great, uh, you know, quarterbacks want to get paid the most, obviously. And that's just what it costs to have a great quarterback in this league. So he's got a bad contract. He's getting a little bit older and obviously showed a lot of regression. So teams are not going to be so willing to say, we have a first-round pick for you. I think right now the Colts and the Bears are probably pretty hesitant to offer a first-round pick. I think that's what is taking so long. Because Howie Roseman is saying, we want a first-round pick. There was a report that they wanted two first-round picks. But he's probably saying, I want at least a first-round pick, maybe a first and a player, or a first and a fourth, whatever it is. The negotiations start with a first-round pick. Guarantee it. On the Eagles' ends. I guarantee it. So the, the Bears and the Colts are probably saying, uh, I don't know about all that. Maybe a second-round pick. Maybe a conditional added on to it. They're probably trying to play it safe a little bit. And Howie is just not backing down. Say what you want about Javier Roseman. I know the fan base has very, very strong feelings about him. Mostly negative. But that man is good at trades. Historically, he has traded for some great talent. For not a lot of uh, draft capital or cap space. Whatever it is, he has made it happen in the trades. Sometimes those players didn't really turn out too well. But still... He has a very good trade history. So he's probably trying to get the most out of Carson Wentz, but teams are still concerned. And now what concerns me the most is the quarterback market is pretty big this year. Obviously, in the draft, we're going to see Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, probably all get starting jobs in 2021. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence is going to be a starter. But if Justin Fields and Zach Wilson go to the right program, they will be starters as well. And then you have, later in the draft, Trey Lance, Mac Jones. They could possibly starters as well their first year. So you're getting five, three to five really good quarterbacks in the first round um, that have starting capabilities their first year. You also have Deshaun Watson rumored to one out. You had rumors a, a week or two ago about Russell Wilson being unhappy in Seattle. You have Sam Darnold apparently on the trade market. You've already had Matt Stafford and Jared Goff on the move. Teddy Bridgewater has already been involved in trade talks. Quarterbacks are flying around like crazy. I know these guys aren't as good, but um, for instance, free agents, Mitch Trubisky, um, Andy Dalton, Cam Newton, those are serviceable guys for one year if you want to bridge the gap between um, drafting a quarterback next year. So all this movement, Carson Wentz, obviously in the talks there, there's a lot of quarterback movement this year, and we've only seen one move happen so far. We haven't had the draft. We haven't had any other signings or uh, trades. So what concerns me is that the longer that the Eagles wait, you have a chance that, wow, Deshaun Watson might, you know, I doubt it it happens. Hypothetically, Deshaun Watson, boom, he goes to the Colts. Or the Bears are going to sign Cam Newton. Whatever it is, whatever happens, the longer that the Eagles wait, they are getting more time and more opportunity to other quarterbacks to sign with other teams that is going to narrow the market significantly for Carson Wentz. He's not as good as, as Deshaun Watson. He's not as good as Russell Wilson. So if those guys go to new teams, especially teams that are interested in Carson Wentz, that is what they're going to base the trade off of. If Deshaun Watson goes for three first-round picks, a team is going to say, "I'm not giving you two first-round picks. I might not even give you one." So, something to consider. Yes. The Colts and the Bears are in more quarterback uh, demands than the Eagles, 100%. The Eagles have two quarterbacks right now that can start in the league. The Colts and the Bears, they need a quarterback badly. They don't have one that is going to be a good starter. So Howie's probably thinking to himself, I'm going to wait because they're in demand. Once their demand raises a little bit, they finally offer that first-round pick, boom, we're pulling the trigger. However, they could just say, You know what, Eagles? Screw you. I'm going to find a quarterback elsewhere. I'm going to trade up in the draft, whatever it is. They're going to go find another guy because there is no shortage of quarterbacks this year. That's the scary thing. The longer you wait, the more possibility there is for a team to just walk away and find an option elsewhere. So I think although there is time, Carson Wentz doesn't have another bonus due until uh, mid-March, so you still have a month to deal him. However, time's ticking you got to make sure that Carson Wentz gets out, get the value that he deserves right away. Uh, Don't let the value fall at all because it's going to hurt the team pretty significantly. Okay, next up, where will Carson Wentz go? Now, I mentioned a few teams earlier in the podcast, several teams that could have been involved, especially at the end of the season. Um, I want to talk about the dark horse contenders first, Las Vegas Raiders and the Denver Broncos. They do have quarterback problems, not as immediate as the Bears and the Colts, but they could be in the market for a quarterback this year, especially a talented quarterback like Carson Wentz. So I don't think that they are going to be the ones that end up landing Carson Wentz. However, they probably will be calling. They probably will be seeing, trying to figure out what what the market will be. And they both made some pretty noteworthy moves this past uh, past week or so. The Raiders cut Tyrell Williams which saved them, I think, $11 million in cap space. And then the Broncos are going to cut A.J. Bouye, which is going to save them a ton of cap space as well. So although they might not be the front runners, it is pretty noteworthy that they are creating some cap space for themselves, possibly making some room to bring in a premier quarterback like Carson Wentz. Don't think it happens, but they are teams to monitor that might come out of nowhere and make a trade offer as the Bears and the Colts are now in a stalemate with the Eagles. Now, speaking of the Colts and the Bears, I think they are the top two contenders for the Eagles to trade Carson Wentz to. Right now, I think the Bears are the lead candidate. We've seen the most information out of them. I don't think that the rumor of, what, what was it, two first round picks and Tariq Cohen or a first round, fourth round, Tariq Cohen, whatever it was, I don't think that's true. I don't know why Tariq Cohen would be such a high priority for the Eagles, but whatever. I don't agree with that. I don't think either of these teams have, have uh, offered a first-round pick yet. I don't think so. I think if they had a first-round pick on the table, I think the Eagles would have already accepted that offer because if you're going to say we need for, we need two first-round picks and then they're going to say they're going to counter it with a first-round pick, just one, and Howie's saying no, then the team's just going to walk away. I don't think many teams value Carson Wentz that high that they're going to be very, very adamant that they want to give a first-round pick. If they're not going to accept on the eagles end then they're going to drop the offer so that's what's scary about it right now the colts are reported to offer two second round picks um i'm not crazy about it you're going to get one this year the colts are picking i think 21st overall so that'd be what 53 in the second round um i the 53 sounds familiar i think miles Sanders was 53 overall correct me if i'm wrong but um anyways you have um, a mid-tier second-round pick possibly coming in, and then next year you're getting a second-round pick. But honestly, that's going to be even later than 2020 or 2021 because the Colts are going to be a much better team if they have Carson Wentz on their roster. They were a playoff team with Philip Rivers and Jacoby Brissett. Now with Carson Wentz, if he can just be average or good, they're going to be so much better as a team. So, you know, that that's kind of... Um, My mindset. I think the Bears are going to have a little bit more interest in Carson Wentz. I think that they value him a little bit higher because I think Frank Reich just knows Carson Wentz really well. And he knows a lot of the backstory, I would imagine. And if Frank Reich is seeing he saw Carson Wentz's development, he knows what he can do, and then he sees this this regression, Frank Reich is going to know better than any other people in the league, um, most people in the league, if Carson Wentz can return to that previous success if he's not sold on it completely then the Colts aren't going to be coming in with a big offer I know Carson Wentz wants to play with the Colts I know the Colts want him as well but it also has been reported that they are not completely sold on him um, being a top quarterback in the league again we also saw some rumors that they might try to package Zach Ertz in a deal with Carson Wentz just to get some more return back and um, Zach Ertz had interest from the Colts and the Seahawks So if you could package Carson Wentz and Zach Ertz together, that would be very beneficial for the Eagles as far as a uh, trade package return goes. But in the end of the day, I think Carson Wentz does go to the Bears. And before you guys, you know, completely bash the Eagles for bringing back Nick Foles, in my opinion, if Carson Wentz goes to the Bears, Nick Foles is coming back one way or the other. Um, It's inevitable. And it's not a bad thing. He's going to step in and immediately be the backup to Jalen Hurts. There's no doubt about it. Jalen Hurts is the future of the team, um, especially if Nick Foles comes in. So it doesn't create another quarterback controversy whatsoever. And I think just from a football standpoint, when Nick Foles won the Super Bowl and then the following year they let him walk in free agency um, after 2018 season, I think that, in my opinion, back then I was saying to myself, Nick Foles will find his way back to the Eagles one way or the other. I didn't think it'd be this soon, especially after he had some success with the Bears, uh, started a few games, and I, don't, I didn't think it'd be a trade package for Carson Wentz. But I did think at some point, Nick Foles would find his way back to the Eagles, and this is probably when it would happen. So it's not a bad move. You're getting a reliable backup, and uh, you're getting a fan favorite back in Philly. Um, so before people start bashing on the Eagles, I understand it. It's probably going to happen one way or the other. So now that we've determined that Carson Wentz is likely going to be a Bear or a Colt. I personally think the Bears. What will the compensation be? Right now, I don't think the Eagles are going to squeeze out a first-round pick for him. I think it's taking way too long. It shows that teams are just not going to be offering a first-round pick. The longer they wait, the value drops even more. I think the Bears will give the Eagles two second-round picks, one this year, one next year, and a fourth-round pick. In return, the Eagles will trade Carson Wentz and a sixth-round pick. A conditional sixth-round pick that can flip up to a fifth if Carson Wentz meets some criteria during the 2020, 2021 season based on health, talent, pro Bowl, whatever it is. So I think that's a pretty fair trade, um, especially if the Eagles aren't going to be able to get a first-round pick out of anyone. You get the second-round pick, you accept it, you move on, get some draft capital, and just start building for the future. There is some good talent this year in the second round, um, so I think the Eagles can definitely find a building peace for their future in the second round, especially try to get someone on the offensive or defensive line um, and still get that offensive weapon at six overall. But, you know, you got to take what you get. The relationship between Carson Wentz and the Eagles is beyond broken. You cannot get it back. So right now, whatever the best offer is, you take it. If the Bears are calling with a two second-round picks and a fourth-round pick, you are taking that trade 100%. You have to do it. Um, I think that's what it's going to be, two seconds and a fourth for Carson Carson Wentz and a conditional sixth-round pick. That's what I believe the compensation will be. And finally, the last question that you guys want to hear, what is now the quarterback situation for the Eagles? And we're going to get to that right after this ad from Manscaped. Hey, fellas, we are in the thick of winter and a storm's a-brewing. It looks like one to three inches are in the forecast when you trim that hibernation bush that's taking place in your pants. Luckily, our partners at Manscaped specialize in products to make sure you're walking around town with beautiful snowballs. Manscaped is here to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience, offering precision engineered for your family jewels. The Lawn Mower 3.0 trimmer is the best hygiene tool for the modern man. Because of their ceramic blade and advanced skin-safe technology, you can, your snags on your balls will be reduced. The trimmer is also waterproof, so you can trim in the shower or jacuzzi if you're savage. Manscaped's Performance Package is the best buy of 2021. The Performance Package comes with a new and improved lawnmower 3.0, Weed Whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag. Have you ever noticed how nasty nose and ear hair is? In fact, 79% of partners polled admittedly that the long nose hair is a major major turnoff. might as well use the best tools for the job this bundle also comes with a crop preserver ball deodorant and crop reviver ball toner the Crop preserver is an anti-chafing ball deodorant that will make your balls smell nice and make you feel like your testes are walking around in a winter wonderland the crop reviver is a spray-on ball toner for your balls it's made of soothing aloe and witch hazel extracts that will make your balls look up to you and say thanks Don't get cold feet this summer. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code PHL at manscaped.com. They also have a ton of other men's hygiene products on their website, from disposable mats for your pubes to foot deodorant. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code PHL. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code PHL. Thanks, Manscaped, for making our winter wieners look so good. Sometimes I got to stop recording those ads like halfway through because... I'm reading them and their, their marketing is just phenomenal. I gotta say like their products are very good, but um, these ad reads that I get from Manscaped are hilarious. I think they have a great great marketing um, program, but also like their products are no joke. If you guys want some Manscaped products, please use the code PHL, 20% off. That's huge, saves you a lot of money and you get that free shipping. So make sure you check it out, um, put the link in the description. But anyways, last question, what is now the quarterback situation for the eagles jalen hurts is expected to take over as quarterback one however is it that easy no (laughs) the quarterback room is not going to be solved that easily is it never is never never is especially with the eagles so right now the eagles are sitting at six overall um, in the draft you have to keep in mind yes jalen hurts showed a lot of promise in 2020 He had a great game against the Saints. The Cardinals showed some some promise against the Cowboys and the Packers. Did have a rough game against Washington and a rough half of the game against the Cowboys. But Jalen Hurts seems like he's the real deal. There is a lot to like about Jalen Hurts as a quarterback, as the future quarterback of the Eagles. However, you have to remember that Nick Sirianni is the new head coach of the Eagles, not Doug Peterson. Nick Sirianni did not draft Jalen Hurts last year. And you have to keep in mind as well, um, part of the reason the Eagles drafted Jalen Hurts last year, that there was rumors that they just loved him so much as a prospect. They didn't really envision him so much as they said he was going to be, you know, a gadget player or a two quarterback system, whatever they were saying. They liked Jalen Hurts so much and people kind of um, linked it to the Russell Wilson situation back years ago and the Eagles ended up drafting Nick Foles. Obviously, it turned out pretty well for them. They got a Super Bowl with Nick Foles. However, they were all in on Russell Wilson in that draft class. They waited for him until the third round to try to get him. The Seahawks snagged him. So the guy that they were in love with, they could not get their hand on him. And at the quarterback position, that can't happen. If you are in love with the quarterback, you think they're they're going to be the franchise quarterback, you have to do whatever it takes to draft that quarterback, no matter what. So they miss out on Russell Wilson. Fast forward to 2020, a similar situation happens. They're in love with Jalen Hurts, apparently, in the front office. They think that he is going to be a fantastic quarterback in the league. So they draft him over other immediate needs like wide receiver, defensive line, offensive line. Whatever it is, they end up taking the, the quarterback in the second round of the draft. And honestly, worked out pretty well for the Eagles. Now they have a future quarterback that they believe in. But another thing to keep in mind. We have new coaching staff now. It's not going to be easy for Nick, Sir- Nick Sirianni to say, yeah, I love Jalen Hurts just as much as the last coaching staff, the, la- the front office does, whatever it is. Nick Sirianni might come in and say, you know, Hurts is good, but I don't think I could work with him that well. And Carson Wentz doesn't want to work with me, so I'm kind of screwed. Well, fortunately, Nick, you're not completely screwed. If you were not sold in the quarterback situation, the decision has to come this year. Because right now you can trade Carson Wentz and you can trade Jalen Hurts and start fresh. You have the sixth overall pick in the draft. And I doubt that they're going to get the quarterback of their cho- of their choice between Justin Fields and Zach Wilson. Falls them at number six. Trevor Lawrence will definitely be gone. Um, but they are in a position that if they need to trade up, they can trade up. And I'm not here to say that the Eagles are going to draft a quarterback in the first round. I know there's been a lot of speculation and people saying that in mock drafts. It's probably not going to happen, but if they want to get a quarterback this year, you have to do it. You have to build your future with a new head coach, with this current front office, someone that both parties can agree with, and go get your franchise quarterback. Jalen Hurts is not the guy for the future. You have to fix it this year. Rather than trying to make it work, maybe making the playoffs next year in a very, very bad NFC East, and then next thing you know, you're picking in the middle of the bunch next year, and you can't get a premier quarterback. If you want a guy like Zach Wilson, go trade up. Justin Fields, go trade up. However, I think Jalen Hurts is the guy. Um, After just two or three games of me watching Jalen Hurts in the NFL, I was like, man, this kid has it. There's there's few quarterbacks that you can watch, and you just know that they're going to be a phenomenal athlete, phenomenal talent. And I think Jalen Hurts screams that kind of persona. Um, I'm not trying to over-exaggerate because I just want it to work out for them. Part of me, yeah, I want it to work out. I want Jalen Hurts to be the guy. However, you know, he, he's so talented. He can make it happen uh, through the air, on the ground. He's just got that winner mentality. I really like Jalen Hurts. I hope the coaching staff likes him as much because the Eagles are in a position this year to draft a guy like Jamar Chase, Kyle Pitts, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle an extremely talented offensive weapon to pair with Jalen Hurts for the future and just build this offense for the next five to seven years. I think that would be an ideal situation, but at the same time, if you're not sold on him, go get another quarterback right now. All right, to wrap up this podcast, I'm going to give you five names in the NFL draft, five new names. I'm going to give you five names every single week to watch for in the draft. These could be Eagles draft picks, but also I think they're just going to be great players in the NFL for years to come, so make sure you check these guys out. Put them on your board. Um, watch a little bit of their film, and see if you think that the Eagles should draft these guys as well. First, Kadarius Toney, wide receiver from Florida. I think he is just extremely fast, extremely shifty. Don't know if the Eagles have an immediate need for him. Um, He probably will go early second round, in my opinion, but he is an extremely talented player, extremely fast. Uh, You're going to love him if you watch him. Rashad Bateman, a wide receiver from Minnesota. If the Eagles decide to trade back in the first round for whatever reason, um, and Jalen Waddell, Devontae Smith, and Jamar Chase are all off the board, then Rashad Bateman, in my opinion, is the next best receiver. Will likely go late first round, um, maybe early second round, but the Eagles could be looking for him if they want another bigger receiver. I think they need to go speed at receiver or a guy versatile like uh, Jamar Chase, but Rashad Bateman is definitely an intriguing pick. Um, Next, we got safety, Paris Ford from Pitt. Man, he is the hardest-hitting safety I've seen in multiple years. Watching him reminds me of Cam Chancellor, and that's saying a lot. Um, Right now, the Eagles have a need at free safety because, keep in mind, Rodney McLeod tore his ACL, and he has one year left on his deal, and he's getting older. The Eagles have an immediate and a future need at free safety. Marcus Epps is not going to be the guy to cut it for the next year or two. So Paris Ford is definitely an option. You can get him um, either late in the second or third round pick. Next we have uh, linebacker Jabril Cox from LSU. Eagles fans are really infatuated with uh, Jabril Cox right now. I think he's gonna be a great linebacker, great value for the third round, which um, he's expected to go right now. I think he's gonna be a great player, very versatile, fills the need at linebacker, helps the Eagles a ton um, with that position. And this is gonna be this is actually my second drafter for you on YouTube. Make sure you check out Birds Banter on YouTube. But cornerback um, Caleb Farley puts you on yet again because man, Caleb Farley is extremely talented. He's probably one of the fastest corners in this draft. Um, very long, very rangy, and uh, he's one of the best at man coverage. I think the Eagles would definitely consider taking him at six overall. And if he runs well at his pro day, if he runs in the four threes, um, I think he has the chance to run under a four three eight. If he does that, he will absolutely be a top 10 pick. I just hope he doesn't go to the Cowboys, um, honestly. Really like Caleb Farley. Make sure you check him out. And check out my uh, Birds Banter YouTube review on him. Uh, It's called Inside the Draft, Caleb Farley on YouTube. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the Birds Banter Podcast. Thank you so much for joining and listening today. Um, Please, if if you know Eagles fans, other NFL fans that would like to hear this, please share with them. Um, Repost us on Twitter, Instagram. That's how we grow. I appreciate all the support so far. The podcast has been growing for over two and a half years now. So I definitely appreciate all the day one listeners and the listeners that we get each and every week that come in for new Eagles content. So um, thank you so much. Appreciate the support. Hope to see you guys back next week. Hopefully with some uh, Eagles Carson Wentz news, but if not, we're going to continue with the draft and talk about um, upcoming positional reviews, upcoming player reviews and uh, really get you guys uh, in tune with what is going to happen in April. So, um, yeah, thank you so much for joining. Uh, Peace out, and go birds.